Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. The concept of how to manifest money seems to be at the core of our thoughts when we need to create money in our lives. That's why I'm excited to bring you this Manifest Money series, especially for entrepreneurs. So for every financially successful entrepreneur, uh, coach, consultant, doesn't matter, there are thousands that may be successful in the eyes of their clients, but basically aren't making any money at all. In fact, it's actually shocking that clients sometimes are better off financially than their own consultants, freelancers, or other entrepreneurs. This happens all the time. And unfortunately, with freelancers, consultants, coaches, these types of entrepreneurs, these digital uh, creators out there, they feel like a fraud. After all, you know, if you're not practicing what you preach, you know, um, you're an entrepreneur and you're not making a lot of money, then, you know, we're always getting in our head about what we deserve, right? So if you're one of thousands Uh, you probably won't stand out, you know, depending upon what's going on in your industry, right? You're not a star in the heavens, you know, seen by all. You're just another green frog in a very large pond thick with little green frogs all around you, right? Even if you're making a decent living and you can meet your monthly commitments, you might be feeling frustrated because there's really nothing left in your bank account, right? You want to have that extra money, that wonderful extra money so that you can go and take vacations and take your mother, your daughter, your son on a cruise, right? You want to upgrade to a better class of car, buy your dream home, sending your children to visit relatives in Europe. It all sounds so amazing, right? You would tell yourself that you're lucky to pay your bills. And if you're genuinely happy and content with that, then you are lucky. But if you never get to have you know, that mother-daughter cruise that you've really wanted all these years, it's going to be, you know, really difficult at some point in your future. And you may have some big regrets. And if you're still dreaming of that four-bedroom house in the country, um, you know, it's something that you 
really want to have happen, you've really got to be able to do some of that inner work to manifest that money. So why is it that some people achieve their financial goals and their dreams and others don't? It's amazing when we think about siblings who were brought up in the same house. You know, it's like the old cliche about the donkey and the carrot on the stick. The man holds the long stick over the donkey's head with a nice fresh carrot dangling from the end on a string. Donkey chases carrot, but of course, no matter how fast the donkey runs, the carrot is always just there, eternally out of reach. The donkey never sees the fact that the carrot always goes exactly the same place it does because, well, it's just a donkey. (laughs) We may shake our heads at the donkey, but the joke's on us. We tend to chase the carrot too. It's the money story. This money story that we have created for ourselves, the one that has followed us all the way up, in, uh, up into adulthood and prof- in our professional life, the one that sabotages us secretly that we don't like to tell people about. Well, we all have stories that we repeat to ourselves and sometimes to other people too. So these stories are more than just um, something that we recite of facts, right? They are self-fulfilling prophecies that we create to hide from the things that we fear and things that we feel we have failed to achieve. I was just talking to a client about this today. What we have to understand is that our subconscious mind is like that little boy or that little girl inside of you. Think about a little kid that bounces around and and just goes after things, jumps off of things, bonks their head, and just laughs about it. Those are the kids that move towards doing things that they want to do, and they have no fear. They don't care about anything. It's all about the adrenaline rush. And then we have those kids who are afraid, like I was, to get on the monkey bars for fear, oh, it hurts my hand, oh, I might fall. You know, there's all of those things. And those are the people who don't take the action that they need to take out of fear. This is what we do, and we connect the synapses in our mind to create habits and patterns of being. And these are the conversations that we have as well in our minds. What we're doing is we're creating a version of ourselves that has money stories. So what we want to do is we want to talk about the patterns that we've created, the version of ourselves that we've created. And that's why I love this Manifest Money series. It's going to help you so much. You want to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you can come back and listen to the next one in the series. I'm going to do several of these. So having a negative or inadequate money mindset is a surprisingly common trait in, well, especially in the Western society. It's, it's honestly, it's 
epidemic to women in particular, thanks to the overwhelming societal and familial conditioning that happens. And that's what I was talking about before. We have that uh, synapsis that's connecting and turning into patterns. These, these things that we're told, these stories that we're told, we connect with them and we make it so. What we're going to do in, in the, the podcast series is to find your individual money story first, and then I'm going to help you reset it so that you can change the hidden self-defeating habits and routines and behaviors, and ultimately to claim your financial power. And when you can tell yourself a powerful, true new story, one that you can believe in, that's when the magic will finally start to happen. So what I want to start off with today is what is your story? Your money story. It grows out of more than just your past experiences. It comes from events and people who are most dominant in your life, plus, you know, the traumatic or repetitive events. A traumatic event such as the sudden death of a parent can instantly reshape your family's money story. And this ultimately becomes yours, whether you uh, realize it or not. But so can small repetitive happenings, right? These are things that happen that you don't even realize that are happening. We want to comfort that part of our subconscious mind, that little kid, that little version of ourselves, and tell ourselves it's going to be okay. But we have to look at what the story is first. Excuse me. This is where clarity must happen. We absolutely have to find out what our stories are. And let me tell you, when I went through this work first, I worked with a money coach many years ago. And this part, well, one, this was one part that hurt so bad. It, <laughs> Yes, I know. It gets a little messy sometimes when we're working with our mindset. And we are looking at some of these stories and it's triggering. It brings up all of these old stories that we have, these old experiences. And there's other aspects to resetting your money mindset that can also be somewhat painful. And and we're going to get into that too. Um, Unfortunately, that's part of the process. You know, whenever you're doing that kind of inner work, it's, it's not easy right? It's simple, but it can be frustrating. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't happen as quickly for some people as it does for others. Um, There might be a lot more BS that you've been holding on to, but the bottom line is, is we have to start working somewhere. And the first place is what your story is, okay? This is, you know, like these small little repetitive things that happen in our, in our life, it's like water dripping on a stone. And over time, wearing a channel or a groove in the stone, much like what we see in, in um, a mountain or something, right? This is what happens for us. There's almost a parallel with PTSD, 
You've heard of that, right? It's post-traumatic stress disorder. So there is this little parallel to that. Everyone knows that a catastrophe, such as being caught in a devastating earthquake, can cause lasting PTSD in um, survivors, for example. And it's worse if you see someone die. But what many people don't know is that people can develop PTSD that's just deep, just as serious over small negative, negative events that go on for years and years and years. And it's this repetitive, cumulative effect that connects in our brain like you're, you remember that like you look at the brain, you've seen all of these pictures of the way your brain is and you see the, the electricity that's happening in the brain and those are your synapses, right? And they're connecting. When they connect together, that's when you've learned something. Um, and this is what we realize is happening when we're young. Um, and this is in particular with money, for example. It's one of those old vinyl records where the needle wears a deep groove in one particular spot so that the tune always skips and repeats. Of course, I'm showing my age because I actually had vinyl records, but if you can remember vinyl records or if you've heard of vinyl records, I know there's a lot of you who might be young listening to this and you've probably never seen that, but it, it just skips over. It skips and it repeats and it skips and repeats over and over again every single time. It's like children cutting across your corner lot lawn and you know they're they're doing this maybe on the way to school and pretty soon they've worn a deep ribbon, you know, on the grass where there's no grass anymore. It's just earth. Um, you know, it's all your money story is. It's just a pattern. It's a deeply grooved in your subconscious mind and even in your conscious mind because your conscious mind can see proof sometimes. So experts say that you can also inherit the PTSD children of PTSD victims who have developed what they call secondary PTSD from always living on high alert, never really knowing what's going on, you know, what's going to trigger the affected parent, right? So a child watches their parent and they never really know what's happening. And from watching the parent, you know, they, they see things on an everyday basis things in life as life-threatening and fearful is what um, the child soons to feel. Just as you can in inherit secondary PTSD, you can also literally inherit money stories. You're picking up secondary money stories from your parents and other significant adults in your life. This is just unfortunate, but it's the way it is. Two of the most Typical money stories that we are familiar with is the doomed story. It goes something like this with, you know, I never win anything. I think there's a curse on my family when it comes to money. Um, it, money comes in, it goes out, I can never hold on to money, you know, and sometimes we blame other people's. My husband's hopeless with money. He spends his paycheck before he pays the bills. I had to give my husband my last 
$80, right? And yes, there's a whole disempowered victim mindset that goes along with this particular money story. It's the way of saying, it's not my fault because, you know, you feel powerless about changing that story and the guilty one feels powerless too. So another one is the evil money story. Money is the root of all evil. You should be grateful if you have just enough to eat. Money is meant to be given away. So the idea here is that money itself is evil. If you take a close look at that, you know, misquoted verse, uh, it comes from, let me look here, First uh, Timothy, I believe, in the, in the Bible, something like that. And, and it actually says, this one I know, is the love of money is the root of all evil. And in context, it goes on to talk about those who think only of pleasure and self-gratification. These are people who are chasing after money to the exclusion of all else. Unfortunately, people have become so afraid of materialism they often go the other way and create money stories that don't allow them to provide for their family's basic needs and think that it's a virtue. But we have to use a little common sense. The truth is money can create the freedom to give the freedom to help to help others, which can provide a great deal of happiness. So in in this sense, money can provide happiness. When you have the money, you have the freedom to help others. So money can provide happiness. When, you know, there's people who really need help, instead of, you know, feeling guilty about having money, it's much more effective when we're able to give out the money, um, empower people to, you know, renew the, you know, their feelings so that they can do more with their lives. So you can give more. The more we, the more we have, the more we receive, the more we give, right? That's what creating a strong, positive financial story allows us to do. It doesn't really matter which type of negative money story yours is, if it leaves you feeling financially fearful and disempowered, it's a money story that you absolutely need to change. So that leads me to really talking about how to change some of this. And like I said, with this Manifest Money series for entrepreneurs, we're going to be diving deep into lots of aspects. So be sure to subscribe so that you can listen to this. You'll find the podcast easily um, and you can listen to the series. It's really going to be helpful for you. So let's talk about beginning the change. So we have this phrase that's repeated a lot And it can give you, well, a big clue as to what your family's money story really is. So be on the alarm for them here. What your family's money story was during childhood is most likely what your money story might be right now. 
even if you think you've escaped it, mine was there's never enough. So spend your money wisely. That one was ingrained in me, like drilled into my head. A money, what is it? A fool and their money are soon parted. My mom used to say that all the time when I was a little girl. She would give us allowance to uh, clean the house. Um, my brother made me clean his part and he never gave me money. And I've had to forgive him for that money story because that was one of those things that kind of held me back. So that's one of the things that you'll have to do. You start thinking about that. And while there may be a little resentment still for that, that's just that little girl in me. And I like to reassure her that that is no longer the reality. But we have these money stories. It's really important for us to know what they are. Um... So we want to make sure that we're working on it because the fact is we may not be able to escape it, right? There's a lot of people that have money stories and it was like you talking about not being able to hold on to money. There's enough, you know, you can always have the money, either you're manifesting it, you're earning it, uh, your family has it, but you just can't hold on to it, you know, and that's a classic way of fooling yourself and, you know, subconsciously, on a subconscious level, still holding on to, um, there's not enough, right? I don't have money. So, you know, I would love to hear what you have to say, what your money stories are, and what you think of this podcast episode in particular. So if you want to leave a review, uh, be sure to do that and let me know what your money stories are, um, you know, from your family. So you can be doing everything right, with my air quotes up here, right, doing everything right in your business, in your life, right? And still possess a deep-seated belief that money is evil or unspiritual, right? It's hard for you to get through that. You can't let that go. Or maybe your family is cursed in some way. That type of pessimism will find its way in your life, okay? Not believing in your ability to generate a great income for yourself and as a result, not persevering, you know, uh, giving up maybe too soon. And that's what I worry so much about my clients, for example. You know, sometimes they come to me exhausted and burned out and worried that they're not going to be able to make their dreams come true, manifest the business that they want. Um, Another way that this can find you when you have these deep-seated beliefs is giving up at the first hint of adversity. How about teaming up with high-risk or negative people. That one happens a lot. Or people who will take advantage of you. Um, Another one is marrying uh, somebody who sabotages you. Uh, Marrying somebody who gives up too easily. Uh, Another one is literally just giving away your time 
or your products, your wisdom and end experience, this happens a lot. And this is people who feel like they don't have the value. Uh, maybe you're not charging clients what you should be charging. Maybe uh, you're allowing yourself to be used, being non-assertive. Maybe um, you're being reactive and trying to do everything yourself. That one was me for a long time. Um, also, maybe it's showing up for you, like never taking time for yourself or time to slow down and analyze. That one was me too. Maybe your money story is showing up in a way that you're complaining about it or you're putting up with it instead of taking active steps to rectify your situation. You know, it's really unfortunate when you're doing everything right, but you still have the deep-seated belief that money is evil or, or it's somehow unspiritual because you're... you're subconscious mind is somehow finding ways to not earn it or to give it away. Major issues with this, okay? So every time you repeat a negative pattern, uh, behavior, or even a mantra, you sell yourself your negative money story all over again. You make the groove in the path deeper and less able to regenerate. It's okay, you know, when those things are tattooed on your brain, there's still a way to get rid of them. I've worked with clients all over the world, and yes, some clients have a difficult time with it, but week by week by week, it somehow softens, and they're able to let these things go. So what do you need to do, okay? First off, you want to be on the alert for thoughts and statements that you make to yourself and to others about money. I notice this with myself and with my kids in particular. If you're a mom or a dad and you've caught yourself saying some things or almost saying some things, um, by the way, what you never want to say is, I can't afford it to your kids. Never say that. Um, you know, there's other ways of saying that, you know, maybe you don't have the money this week, this month or whatever, right? But you don't want to say, I can't afford it because that's what's going to be remembered with your children. Okay. So be on alert, learn to recognize your own beliefs or that self-talk that you are actively clinging to. Um, things that, you know, statements that you're making. And above all, lose the guilt. And we're going to go through this over time. We will. But you want to lose that guilt, any guilt around money whatsoever. Recognize that changing your money story is a process. And it's a decision. You have to decide that you're going to change your money story. You know, and honestly, this part that I'm mentioning to you here is really true with anything if you have um, wellness issues with your health and your fitness, this goes for that as well. You want to uh, be on alert for those, those statements that you're making in your mind. You want to make sure that you recognize that you have to make a decision that you're no longer going to have those thoughts. 
Okay, so this is useful in other areas. So here's a secret, okay, that I'm going to share with the whole entire world right now. Some of the best financial uh, coaches, believe it or not, started out with a terrible money story and financial bad habits. It's true. They learned to recognize their own negative habits. They learned to recognize that they needed to change their money stories. In fact, the reason that these people are now financial coaches, for example, is often because they're committed to helping people change their money stories. And after realizing that it is possible to change your money story, then that's when they went into business. See, and this is kind of where I'm at right now. This is why I want to share this with you. If you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I was homeless. You know that I lived in poverty. If you're brand new to me, welcome to my story. (laughs) Well, you know, it, it was really, really difficult. There was a point in my life where my brother, when we were younger, he, we would panhandle door to door. See, he was much older than me, and he would beat me if I didn't do things. He, he literally would beat me if I didn't do things. I, if I didn't hold his bike right when we were fixing his bike. He would take his wrench, and he would bash my hands. I learned I learned to do what he says. He was older than me. He forced me to do a lot of things I didn't want to do. And I was just this little kid. And he said, we're going to go door to door. And this is what you're going to do. And this is what you're going to say. And we panhandled. And I feel that I have let go of that guilt. That was really difficult. That was one of my, my, my money stories. And as a little girl, I was manipulated in a lot of ways. And I realized that it was one of the biggest events in my life that shifted my beliefs about money. You know, we were broke, we were poor. Um, When I was homeless, I was eating out of garbage cans. Um, You know, it got really bad. And I let go of my money stories. And I've come a long way. And that is why I want you to know it is absolutely possible for you to change your money stories. It's important for you to know that. So there's a a sacred money um, archetypes coach. um, And she says, and this is her talking, When she started her business from scratch the first year, uh, she says there were lots of of fears and tears, right? And then um, she's now a multi-million dollar earner, okay? That's amazing. Uh, So we realized that in tackling the money stories, we realized that we shrink, to fit those stories. So a common phenomenon to women in business who are living in fear, not yet claiming their full empowerment, they don't believe they're allowed to have financial success. So they find things to spend their money on, leaving themselves broke a lot of times, not spending their money wisely. And, you know, this happens all the time. And that's what you know, the negative money stories are all about. It's about fear, okay? Fear that there's not enough. Fear that you're not spiritual. 
okay? Fear that money won't last. So we realize that, you know, sometimes we feel bad about charging people at all. I've had clients like that too. You know, we realize that, you know, sometimes you want to work for free as a consultant or freelancer. You want to get those reviews and want to get your name out there. That's a common practice. Um, and it's a fantastic thing. What can happen, unfortunately, is when someone has low self-worth, for example, especially around money, they tend to continue that practice and they don't make any money at all. And they make up excuses like, I just love doing this. I just love helping people, right? So we just have to be really careful about that. So where are you in the process of changing your money story? Not even off the floor yet and convinced that you're doomed never to make any money at all, right? Or simply feeling frustration because you ought to be earning more, right? You tell yourself, I should be earning money now. I should be earning a lot more. And you do have so much business that you're just, you know, run off your feet. You're just exhausted, but you're not. <laughs> this, these are things that we tell ourselves, you know, so it's, it's the process of changing our story. So maybe the whole idea that you're being held back by a deeply conditioned money story is new to you, in which case it can be incredibly liberating to realize that you are not really doomed at all. You're just conditioned. And this is liberating. So this is what we can do to start with, you know, understanding that we likely have money stories. What are the money stories? Go through the podcast again, listen to this again, kind of figure out what your more money stories are so that you can figure out how you can change them. So we realize that we see these money stories showing up in ways where we're connecting with other people, marrying other people that have money problems, you know, and uh, trying to do everything ourselves, not reaching out and getting support, you know, always thinking in lack, I don't have enough money for that, right? So what we have to do is we really have to learn to recognize those beliefs and that self-talk. We have to let go of the guilt, okay? We just have to realize that these money stories, they come from fear. All right, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Come back next week for part two of Manifest Money for Entrepreneurs series. And we are going to be talking about other things. I'm, I'm going to be talking about some symptoms that your prosperity blocked. That one's going to be good. All right, so this is Sharon Lee, and I will talk to you next week. Until then, have a breakthrough to success. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. 
This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.